Hey guys, you're listening to the preview show. Thank you very much for that. Uh, this podcast is sponsored by manlybeardoil.co.uk. Head over there for some great smelling beard oils, balms, creams, all the stuff you need for your beard. Uh, if you get to the checkout, enter the promo code NFL Podcast Ross to get 10% off of your order. Uh, that would be greatly appreciated. They're great guys. They're local. It's all handmade for every order, which is fantastic. So yeah, help support them by them help supporting us. Thank you very much. Now on with the show. Welcome to the first and ten podcast. We are back. I am back. I am Ross, and Dave's here. Oh, you're right. Yeah, good mate. How are you? Yeah, good to have you back. Thanks. Good job with the solo show. They're always hard, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's our finest show, but you know, what do you do? <laughs> it's hard on your own. Talking to it yourself because you're just staring into the void, aren't you? Thinking, what yeah. am I doing? What am I even saying right now? Yeah, just ramble on for a while and then realize yeah. I've been nothing for twenty minutes. But <laughs> no, you did a good out. job. Got it out. That's the main thing. We're keeping the consistency this season. Um, yeah, this is the preview show, but we're recording a couple of days later this week, um, and some news broke before we recorded, which makes a change. That never normally happens. Um, Melvin Gordon is ending his holdout, and he is returning to the Chargers. Not likely to play this week. Um, that could be as early as week five. He's back on the field. Um, he realised he likes his money, I think. Yeah, I think I think he was always coming back because well, we had to, didn't he, to yeah. um, become a free agent at the end of the year. But yeah, I think I think this is good news for the Chargers. I think some fans have probably convinced themselves that Austin Eckler is like, <laughs> the greatest running back in the world, and they don't need Gordon. But yeah. I think Gordon is a big upgrade. They're playing the Dolphins this week as well. Gordon, uh, Eckler's going to have a huge like sign-off game, isn't he? Yeah, for sure. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's good news to charge overall. I think it puts Eckler back in his better role, Gordon, obviously, but his best role, and mm. definitely going to help them out. But yeah, yeah, no, that's fair. Um, does it does he deserve the money he wants? He's currently twenty seventh in the league um, in terms of uh, salary per season. He's trailing players like Mike Davis, Rex Burkhead, Chris Thompson, and Dion Lewis. I mean, I. I think they're happy to pay him like ten million a year, aren't they? Which is obviously a good contract a for a running money. back. I'd yeah, that. yeah. I mean, I'll take it. Yeah, yeah. I'll do it for one year. <laughs> I mean, I would definitely be injured after the first game, so I'd have to get some guarantees in there. But yeah, ten. I think ten million a year is still a good deal, and I, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not really sure he's going to get that much more elsewhere. But no, I mean, I guess they've got to stick to their guns, and I'm never. I've, I'll, I always sort of come out on the side of the players in these sort of situations because. Mm. It's, it's just a, short, a brutal, yeah. Running backs in particular, I don't think they can risk no that sort of thing. So I think they have to just take like take that chance and try and get the money if they can. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so if you're a uh, Austin Eckler fancy owner or a Justin Jackson fancy owner, what do you do now? Do you stick or do you try and trade them while you can ahead of a big week against the Dolphins? I mean, the thing is with Eckler, he still has, he still has some value when Gordon's out there. He's a pretty and, decent number two, isn't he? Especially as a pass yeah. catching guy as well. Yeah, and it wouldn't surprise me if he has a bit of a bigger role than he would have had in previous years. But just because, because Gordon, and... yeah, and Gordon's obviously on the way out. But yeah. the only issue is if um, the Chargers have decided to do a bit of a Demarco Murray and mm. run Gordon into the ground. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, not. I think you, you, you trade an Eckler now, you haven't got much much chance of getting any value. And no. I think Justin Jackson is uh, very very droppable now. I think he was droppable before anyway because he was sort of. Definitely the number two. I thought he was going to be more of a split, but he was definitely number two. But yeah, I think Jackson's yeah. time as a fantasy back has gone until unless one of them gets injured. Yeah, I think for this this week you can just might get in way with him as a flex play, like I'm having to because of the bye weeks and stuff. But it's a he's playing the Dolphins. But yeah, after this he is um, going back to irrelevance. Let's get on to the football. It's Thursday night football, and it's a good one, Dave. We're back to a good Thursday night football game. That's fun. Nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this one. How nice to write about this one. Yeah, this was fun after. No <laughs> offence to Jags and Titans fans last week. It was a struggle. I listened to that game on the radio. Oh, my word. 
I mean, between the penalties, the misthrows, the well, minus runs well in the four net, it, it was not an exciting game to listen to. No, it's um, yes. Sorry, Jackson Tarts fans, but yeah, no, nobody was really interested. In that one. <laughs> no, it was dreadful. Yeah. Uh, yeah, our friend Dave, one. who's been on the podcast before, stayed up until the end of the third quarter, so even he he managed to miss the only Titans offense as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's bad news. <laughs> But yeah, this one, this is fun. Packers uh, playing the Eagles. Um, the Eagles are four-point underdogs. Yes. Yeah, I feel like it is about right, to be honest. I, I, I like the Packers in this one. Yeah. But um, I think the Eagles are better than their record shows. That They're one and two, but yeah. I think if things are going a little bit differently, they could easily be three and oh, to be honest. It's not crazy to think they could do that. But yeah, for me, I, I, I just really like this Packers team. I think the Packers are... Yeah, one of the best two teams in that conference, and yeah, I, I really, I, I really feel like they're headed for something good this season. So you're buying this offense? This is one of my first buying sales this week. I'm, I don't know if I'm buying this offense yet. Because the thing is, the offense, I think, is a struggle. Yeah, the I, I think they're struggling. Sorry, elite, it, yeah, I think that's the thing for me. I think the defense can carry them for a while. Zaire Smith think, was an inspired free agent pickup. Yeah, they have um, the two Smiths have been yeah. incredible in these first few games. Yeah, for me, I think it's a defence that's really making me buy into this team. Yeah. I think they're the ones that can make the difference for them. Yeah, I think that's fair. The last time they met uh, two years ago, uh, Packers beat them 24-9. doesn't really matter now, but pretty much same same offences almost. Um, I think that night Devontae Adams had a couple of touchdowns and he hasn't had any so far this season. So Yeah, is this the game really- he breaks out? Because the Eagles secondary isn't top of the league. Yeah, I think... Um, Roger said before, uh, this week that basically the offence needs to step up a bit because mm. the defence has sort of won in these games. And I mean, the offence has been terrible. It just hasn't been great, has it? And uh, yeah, I think I'll, it wouldn't surprise you if this is the game where he comes alive. Any um, any fancy players from either team that you're going to not start this week? Nelson Aguilar, perhaps? Although DJX is still out, isn't he? So. Yeah, it all depends on injuries. I think for the Eagles, if... Um, Jeffrey's, Jeffrey's supposed to be back. Is he? Yeah. I, I still think I'd start Aguilar as the second one. It's just um, Matt Collins, maybe. Might be someone uh, people were starting last week as a bit of a desperation one. Yeah, he had seven ta- seven catches on 11 targets last week. That's not yeah. bad. No, and he was basically on the field like every play. So he's yeah. one... I mean, if you need someone, I don't think he's the worst option. But no. yeah, I'm playing all my Packers and all the Packers you would be playing. I'm just concerned think- about the the running back split, which seems to have not gone away, even though Mike McCarthy's now gone. Jamal Williams is seen more of the field than Aaron Jones last week. I mean, I am, but I was also concerned about that before the season. <laughs> I'm pretty yeah. sure when we did our like, avoids, Aaron Jones was on mine, and yes. I was pretty pretty confident on that one. And he's yeah, been all like right, isn't he? He's getting all the red zone looks as well, but he's not. Yeah, he's not um, flashed as such so far this season. No, and he's not. He's definitely not a clear number one or anything like that. So, no. which is hard with where he was going. But mm. yeah, for me, I mean, if if you if you've got him, you probably have to start him. I can't believe you have got many better options. You know, that's the problem with. Yeah. So like Aaron Jones, where you draft him, if you've got him, you sort of got to play him. You have to, yeah, at this point. In a our, bit like Devontae Freeman in Atlanta, that you sort of have to play him. Just I think in, our, in our Yahoo League, that Aaron Jones is now on his third team of the season. He's been traded <laughs> around so much already. It's always them players, isn't there, that just move around. But... Yeah. <clears throat> so um, I'm going for the Packers at home. I'm, I might take the Eagles in the points, though, from a betting stance, but I think the Packers win it in a, with a field goal. Yeah, I'm, I'm, on, the, I'm on the Packers. I think they're going to... I think they're going to turn the ball over a couple of times, and that's going to be the difference for me. That's, yeah, Carson uh, Wentz does love a fumble. Yeah, he's. You can, you can find all the good stats in my uh, Betfair article, but because I can't remember off the top of my head, but lots of fumbles and lots of interceptions, really. Yeah, yeah. Well, on almost a rate of one a game for his, his yeah. career so far, which is not good enough. Yeah, I think when you combine him, he's on closing on two a game. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, like it's uh, not great, and yeah, this uh, Packers defense is. I think they lead the league in four fumbles. So, yeah. I mean, if you, if you can find someone to bet on fumbles, then uh, <laughs> do it. Maybe back, maybe back a couple, couple of Eagles fumbles. But yeah, back the Packers to win the turnover battle in this one. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, heading to Sunday night. Then, with first up is uh, the Atlanta Falcons at home against the traveling Tennessee Titans. I'm going to do a buy and sell for all these. Are you buying the Falcons this year? Because we said uh, a few weeks back that this division should be theirs now. They're one and two, and they don't. Something doesn't look right. 
I think I said the other day I lose track of all the things I've said to be honest but <laughs> I think I said on about the Falcons that maybe this is just what they are like I think there's more evidence like over the last what 18 months that yeah. they are just a bit inconsistent and I mean the stat lines are really good for Matt Ryan in that yes. last game but pretty much all of it came when the game was pretty much already over yeah, like, he, he did almost bring him back in fairness Julio but, late on yeah but he was like so like 29 or 34 but all that offense come when the game was basically dead. But yeah, the Colts just ran them into the ground to start with. I, yeah, don't, I didn't get how they don't start. Don't, it's weird that they don't start games very well. They're, they're coached by a man that was co- uh, mentored by Pete Carroll. So obviously, they don't start games very well. They're all about the first, second half. Um, they're four and a half point favorites at home. What what chance do you give to the Titans in this? I mean, I I can't back the Titans again. I've backed they were dismal them. last week. Yeah, I've already backed them too many times this season. I think I've done it once, so <laughs> I can't do it. They're just... I can't believe I even slightly bought into them last week. It's really annoying me. But, <laughs> but yeah, I've got to go for the Falcons. But I think these are... I think Falcons are basically just a rich man's Titans, you know? I think they've yeah. got some talent, but just basically never live up to it or have it for a while. dependent on if Julio has a game, then they, then they win. If that doesn't kind of work... Because Calvin really had one target last week. Yes. That's, that's really weird. And Devontae Freeman wasn't working. Ito Smith's now out with a concussion. Yeah, I just don't know what to think of this Atlanta team. I, I do tend to just think that this is what they are. They're just yeah. not a great offense anymore. I think they're a clumsy team. They're 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 an offense with good players, but they're not a good offense. You know what I mean? They're, yeah. They're, yeah, it's a weird one. Fantasy wise, you're obviously starting Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, maybe Calvin Ridley is a flex player. Anything, anyone on the Titans? You starting Derek Henry? Um, He's the hardest maybe. player in the entire fantasy world to judge. Yeah, or not? Yeah, it sort of depends on your options, doesn't it? But I mean, if I had options, then probably not. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't ever feel confident starting any Titans player ever. Mm. They're all just a bit inconsistent and hard to judge, but. Yeah, if you need to, then you can, I guess. But yeah, they're not. You can never feel good about picking uh, starting a Titans player, can you? No, true. On the plus side, Corey Davis made some pretty big catches last week, some nice one-handed grabs and stuff. And I was speaking to Dave after the the, the game, and he was like, "Trade him, trade him now." While he's just done something, try and get rid of him as fast as possible. The only thing is, in that, like, I don't know if you want to keep him around for what I'm assuming is going to be a new quarterback next season. Well, yeah. It could be so. It could be that he comes in and he's got a really nice set of weapons there that are just being completely misused by Marcus Mariota, basically. Yeah, I listened to the Titans radio for the game last week, and they were calling for Tannehill to see some action in last week's game. It's like Mariota played okay. Like he had, he, I think he had quite a few yards, but yeah, when the game was on the line, he was so slow. Like. Yeah, it was like basically, was just... yeah, like walk into the line. Basically, it's like yeah, come on, all of his checkdowns, all this sort of stuff. Yeah, like you, you, you need to rush here. Like I don't know, <laughs> they just sort of forgot. But yeah, it's just I just don't really get the Titans, and I used to think it was a coaching, but I don't really think it is anymore. I think it is just that Mariota. I just yeah, I'm completely done with him. I'm not even going to consider turning turn it around now. I think he is done, and I just don't see it with him. Fair enough. I'll to get back to two and two. Then Titans fall to one and three. Yeah, for me, I yeah. can't. I can't pick the Titans. Okay, they, they probably will win because that's what the Titans do. But I can't. <laughs> yeah, they're the hardest team to pick. Uh, next up, we have got the uh, Cleveland Browns traveling to Baltimore. The one and two Browns, the two and one Ravens. Um, seven point favorites. The Ravens at home sounds about right for me. That one. Yeah, I think so. Oh, I mean, are so disappointing, aren't they this year? Yeah, and. Well, I think we both said before the season that this was on the cards. Mm-hmm. I think if you looked ahead, then this was... I, I, I mean, I didn't expect the Kitchens stuff to have started quite so quickly. But... I think the one thing in his favour, he isn't the man calling the plays. They brought in an offensive coordinator, which seemed really strange to me after he took over the offence last year and did such a great job. They then brought in another uh, OC to run the offence, which seems weird. Why do that? Yeah, you'd think that's the next move that he takes over play calling, wouldn't you? Yeah. But I mean, I just I don't particularly like it on the whole when a head coach has to play uh, call plays. I don't think it mm. always. I don't think it's a good solution long term, but it's sort of they're sort of going to be forced into it soon. I think. Yeah, because the offense is lifeless. Um, Baker Mayfield is 
is he is he a startable quarterback this weekend against the Ravens? If you've got other options out there, mm. yeah, it's tough. It sort of depends what sort of league you're in, doesn't it? Because again, I, I don't know what sort of options are going to be better than him. But at the same time, you can't feel too confident in starting him. He would have been the quarterback who, in most leagues, got drafted maybe third overall in quarterbacks. Yeah, somebody was going as high as two, and yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, I was never drafting there, and no. I'm pretty sure I've talked about Baker Mayfield enough on this podcast. That, uh, <laughs> not the biggest fan in the world, but yeah, he's been a massive disappointment. He's, he's even he's been below even my expectations. I wasn't expecting that much from him. Really, he's been uh, yeah. bad, and you can't even blame the weapons, can you? Even no. though some of them have not been like you lost in Joku, but he was never going to be one of the biggest targets for him, was he? But no, exactly. Beckham and Landry should have more than enough, and Nick Chubb has been disappointing as well. But first round running back in fantasy wise there is options there they should be scoring more points than they are on the other side of the ball their team that just continues to score the Ravens Lamar yeah. Jackson's breakout year continues I thought he was, they were really good against the Chiefs last week I think the Chiefs just had a little bit too much to just overpower them in the end but I thought the Ravens hung in there really well yeah I don't think the result was like that big of a deal really I don't, obviously no. I'd like to count the win but I think it did sort of prove that the Ravens are legit and uh, mm. For me, I think they're the clear third best team now in that conference. I can't really think of anyone else who's even particularly close now. No. They're, clo- they're closer to the one and two than they are to the three uh, to the four. Sorry, I think. Yes, definitely. Yeah, it, yeah. They only lost by five points last weekend, and that was they had chances. It was. Uh, yeah. Did you see Lamar Jackson? Was he taking the piss out of his uh, uh, Mark Andrews when he was uh, Mark Andrews was waving his ends in the end zone, and then uh, Jackson did the same thing, just ran the ball in himself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <it> was, uh... <laughs> Yeah, he's, he, he is looking good, isn't he, Jackson? Yeah, he's, and Ingram with three rushing touchdowns last week and a huge one at one point as well. He was a, turned out to be a right, right stud in this offence. Yeah, I think they're going to be so hard to beat Baltimore. I think, I, I'm not sure they've got enough to win it all, but they're not going to be an easy task for anyone and they could definitely go on and cause some upsets and they're definitely capable of winning. I don't think they will, but like, mm. I mean the uh, Super Bowl, this is, sorry, yeah. not just this game. But yeah, <laughs> I, I think there's a lot to like about the, Cle- um, the Ravens this time. And they've yeah, gone definitely. from one of the most boring teams to watch under Joe Flacco to one of the most watchable teams in the league. Yeah, that's now passed over to the Broncos. But um, yeah, you're picking the Ravens there? Yeah, Ravens for me. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we move on next to a battle of 3-0 and teams. We travel to Orchard Park, New York. <sighs> Is it New York? Buffalo. Same, same thing, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> the 3-0 and Patriots take on the 3-0 and Bills. What a game this is. This is it's got to be on Sky, isn't it, this one? I think it is, yeah, I believe it is. The, uh, early I'll, be watching, I'll be watching this before I go to work because Josh Allen against the Patriots should be fun. Uh, Pats are seven-point favourites on the road. That seems a lot against a really good Bills defence. Honestly, I just can't see the Bills scoring many points. That could be it, yeah, because the Pats defence is no slouches either this year. I think you'll see the run game pretty much shut down and... Yeah, we'll force Alan to throw, and I just don't think that's a recipe for the Bills to win. Really, you know, no, I think no single tree. It's Frank Gore kind of carrying the rock. With I think mean, the, the Patriots have given up something like two point one yards per carry wow. so far this season. Then the next best is the Packers at like two point nine, something like that. I mean, that's it's, fine for uh, Frank Gore. He'll he'll run for two yards all day long. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I think you'll see. I think Belichick even called Josh Allen a running back in his press conference. Oh, by oh shade. I do think it was a mistake, but I think it was a uh, a, a nice one, one for the uh, yeah, one for the journalists. Yeah, it was um, yeah, a tough one. But yeah, I think I think you'll see Alan forced to throw, and I just think that's a bad recipe for the Bills. I do think their defense will cause the offen- or the Patriots' offensive problems, but for me, I would take the I would go I'd take the seven points. Yeah. I would take the minus seven points, and just I think we'll end up winning pretty comfortably. Okay, and the Patriots, um, Sony Michelle, talk to me about Sony Michelle. What's happening? I mean, who knows, really? All the talk about him uh, learning to catch in the off season, and the weird thing is, coming out of college, he was he had a reputation as that proper dual threat running back who yeah. could do it all. And I mean, I don't get it with him. The problem is, if he can't catch, he's just no threat because he's on the field. They know he's running. Yeah, he's and, the new AP almost. <laughs> Yeah, and like I've heard talk that it's down to the offensive line, but Rex Burkhead was running fine. 
you know, he got like almost 50 yards on like 11 carries where yeah. I think Michelle got something like 11 or 9 off of 11 off a of 9 carry, yes. something like that. But it wasn't a lot. No. It's, yeah, it is not good. And he's losing yeah, red zone so, work now as well to Burkhead. And uh, I'm sure James White will be back this week. Will he? His wife's given birth? I think. Yeah, I think he is. Yeah, I think he's back this week. And yeah, I just, I do wonder if you start to see Michelle. It'll go one way or the other. I think he'll either pick it up and sort of sort it, or you'll see a lot more Harris, maybe, and a lot more Burkehead. And did he fumble but, last week as well, Michelle? Oh, he might have done. I think oh, he did. No. And Bill does not like fumblers. No, <laughs> yeah, not a good recipe to stay on the field. <laughs> no. So yeah, Patriots. I think on the road, um, I'd be less inclined to take the, the, the handicap. I think the Bills will keep it close, but I'm going to have to pick the Patriots here, even though I love the Bills. Uh, I mean, you did trade Josh Allen. I don't want to like grass on you, but <laughs> you did trade Josh Allen in a league. I was in with you, so <laughs> I did. Yeah, that was more to help someone else out. I got my one win that I required that season. To uh, <laughs> I was happy then. <laughs> um, next up, we travel to Detroit. The undefeated Lions take on the undefeated Chiefs. Don't think I'll be saying that in week four. Um, three and zero Chiefs. Two and one. Uh, two zero oh and one Lions. This should be. Uh, a relative walk in the park where teams have found it quite hard to beat the Lions this season. Um, six and a half points is the line for the, the Chiefs here. They should cover that, shouldn't they? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I don't think the Lions are as good as that record suggests. Mm. I mean, well, they tie with the Cardinals. I mean, beating the Chargers and Eagles, which are two good teams, but yeah. I think both of them games, the Eagles and the Chargers, sort of shot themselves in the foot. And Yeah, they're both think, stuttering teams, aren't they? Admit, those two. Yeah. You play them games ten times over and I think the Lions might win one or two of... Mm. Each of them, they happen to win against both. So, yeah, I don't think they're as good as the record suggests, to be honest. But yeah, I, I can't see them even being close in this game. Talk to Tyreek Hill could see the field possibly this week, but more likely next week. That's huge for the Chiefs that he's back so soon. Yeah, because they've really needed him, haven't they? Well, I was going to really say, yeah, they don't actually need him, do they? <laughs> yeah, they've really struggled with him out. <laughs> <laughs> Just throwing 70 yard bombs to anyone. Yeah. It doesn't matter who it is. It probably does make it a little bit tougher if you start in those wide receivers, but yeah, Harbin I mean, and Robinson, their value does kind of drop dip, but you still have to keep them in your roster, I suppose, because yeah. you never know. Yeah, the upside's just so big with them that it's hard to not play them both. But yeah, yeah, it's I can't see the Lions even keeping this one particularly close. Really, Are you starting any Lions players? Maybe uh, Golladay and Johnson, really, the two of them. Out. Yeah, Jones scored a touchdown too, didn't he last yeah. week? Uh, yeah, I, I think the, the ones that you were starting before, I think you can start fine. Still I mean, the Chiefs aren't a great defence, are they? And no. The Lions should put up a few points, but yeah, I, I, I can't see this being a close game. No, we can with yeah, Chiefs win this one, cover the spread. Uh, next up, we've got the Houston Texans and the Carolina Panthers. This is in Houston. Um, Kyle Allen, I'm buying him. I'm fully in on him. Yeah, he looks really good. And... I think it sort of almost solved a bit of a problem for the Panthers that yeah. they can they can just let Cam rest up and get healthy. But I mean, as if he ever can get back to healthy now, I don't know what healthy is for him these days. He's but got a Liz Frank injury now, which is a really yeah. hard one to ever recover from. Yeah, it's dreadful. And they I rushed him back. If... It's their own fault. They rushed him back. Yeah. He suffered this injury what week three of the preseason. Yeah, it was. Um... He was out there week one. Yeah, it's a, it was a bad move from them and one that I think they'll definitely regret because he didn't look very good in their first two weeks, did he? So, no. Yeah, I do think this is going to be a tough one for Alan. I think he's going to, I think he might uh, struggle a little bit compared to last week. But mm. yeah, he did look good and I think he does solve an issue for the Panthers. And they're, they're a lot better offensive of a healthy Alan in there rather than injured Cam Newton. If Cam Newton's healthy, then. Yeah, yeah, fine. You play. Alan is not. I don't think this is going to be a controversy <laughs> unless uh, Cam is more injured, like permanently, than we think he is. But yeah, yeah, this, it, I think it's a good, good stopgap really for them. I think Samuel and uh, DJ Moore, their kind of value goes up ever so slightly with a fully fit quarterback. Yeah, definitely. I think. Yeah, I think the passing game is going to be better than it was in the first two weeks for sure. Yeah, and McCaffrey's is a must start anyway. Um, you probably yeah. drafted him one up overall uh, on the Texans. Um, I want you to talk about their running backs. What do, you, what do you do with their running backs if you're a fancy owner of either of them? Do you start them or not? I mean, I do own Hyde in a few leagues because I sort of quite, I really like Carlos Hyde as yeah, a player. I've but... been a Carlos Hyde truther for years now, even when he was yeah. a niner. 
it's just about the opportunity for him. But I do think, I think I'd feel more confident starting Hyde than I do Duke, really. Yeah. But I mean, they're not they're not likely to be your first option. So it's only if something's gone wrong at running back, I yeah, don't know, or covering a bye. But I think you can start them because if you're starting them, you probably you've picked up an injury. You know, maybe you own Barkley and mm. you've got to start someone else, but. Yeah, I don't think you have to start them, but yeah, if I had to, I'd rather start Hyde than Duke. Yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, the, the Texans are four-point favourites at home. I think they cover that. They, they've probably just got a bit too much for the Panthers currently. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I think they'll win and cover that spread. But yeah. it'd be interesting if um, Alan can keep up the form and prove he is a legit quarterback. Because I wonder if um, there'd be trade talks if Cam does eventually come back. You know, in the off season, maybe a team will look, be looking at him. But well, yeah, if he carries this up, this, I mean, this this season feels like a a transition year for me. Lots of teams, the, the amount of injured quarterbacks we've seen and the amount of backups that are getting a chance. We'll come on to yeah. Daniel Jones in a bit. It's if it, it feels like that it, that class is slightly moving away, and it's just Phil Rivers hanging on by his fingertips at the minute. Yeah, basically, that is sort of where it is, isn't it? But. Yeah, it's a, it's a really interesting time in the NFL. A bit of a change in the guard, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Um, moving on to the Colts. They take on the Raiders. Colts are seven-point favourites in this one. Um, that feels like a lot, to be it's honest. In Indy, but, but that does seem like a lot. I think the Raiders are a better team than that. I just... I mean, at the moment, the Raiders seem to be that team. They, they play good for a quarter or two, but just can't really hold on for the whole game can they it I don't seems know, to be like, when their get, scripted oh. plays run out yeah. they've run out of ideas yeah it's tough but I mean Indy looked good again last week and they have looked good and Brissett's been better than I thought he was going to be so I don't think he was going to be terrible but I don't think he was going to be great but yeah, I think he's been uh, pretty good and above average for sure but yeah are they kind of are they they're not would they be looking to replace him if the option if the option appeared I don't think they would would they I guess it probably depends on the record and how high they're picking. Yeah. If they end up with a top 10 pick, which, I mean, they still could do. It's not out of the question, is it? But no. If they end up with, like, a top 10 pick, then maybe. But the problem I would have with moving forward with Brissett is he's fine, but are you just putting yourself in that middle ground where he's got you're going to be a play- ceiling, isn't he? Yeah, you're a playoff contender, but you're not really a Super Bowl contender, you know? I don't know... Mm. I don't know if by sticking with Brissett, you're sort of putting yourself into what everyone sort of says about the um, Bengals over all these years with Dalton, that yeah. he's good enough, but he's never going to win you a Super Bowl. It's sort of that worst spot to be, isn't it? But yeah. I don't know if you're just putting yourself in for years of that if you go with Brissett, but maybe he's just got a bit more upside than that. But I mean, that would be the worry for me. Yeah, I think in Milo Max, they've got a player that they can rely on. He's currently sitting third in the league behind McCaffrey and uh, Cook in terms of yards. From running backs, that's pretty good. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, add that he's got plenty of yards through the air as well, wasn't he? But yeah, yeah, yeah it's tough with Mac. I don't know. He's not done anything to make you think that he wouldn't be a running back you can rely on. But again, I don't. He's just not got that reputation, has he? That he's the one that's going to win in the game. But he sort of would have to if Brissett was the quarterback. I think. Yeah. I'm looking at the stats for the wide receivers. T.Y. Hilton is kind of right in the middle of the pack there, 200 yards. He's got four touchdowns. But he's got the lowest average yard per catch than anyone in the entire top 50. Everyone else is in double figures, and he's there at 9.3. It's quite a weird fit, really, isn't it? He's, uh, yeah. he's always a, quite a good deep threat, wasn't he, under luck? But Yeah. yeah. Um, you taking the Colts? Yeah, I take the Colts, but I mean, seven points feels like a lot to me. I feel like the Raiders will be in the game. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think they will. I think um, with Tyra Williams, they've always got the opportunity to score touchdowns and Darren Waller just gets keeps getting fed the ball. Yeah, I mean, he seems to be the, the only man there really these days, isn't he? But, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's tough for those Raiders, I think. They're just not 100% sure what they are and I'm not sure... Hmm. So I think we said it before that I'm... Um, I'm not sure Carr and Gruden's there for the long haul and... No. Yeah, I feel like it's slipping away with each loss. Yeah, definitely. Um, next up is the biggest line of the week. You can obviously guess who's playing in this game. We're heading to the Hard Rock Stadium in Miami, Florida to uh, see the Dolphins take on the Chargers. Even a Chargers team that we don't particularly like should cover this spread. And uh, I mean, 
If the Chargers last week, didn't they? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I think that I think the Cowboys just played not great. But I do think, in fairness to Dolphins, they did play better than they did the first two weeks. But yes, I mean that's not giving them much credit, is it? You know, they did, and it would be weird. But I mean, if the Chargers find a way to lose this one, then just <laughs> it would be the most Chargers thing possible. Yeah, this is. I mean, I feel like the Chargers can lose every game, but even they. <laughs> I've picked Philip Rivers up this week in fantasy because, I mean, he's the, surely the, the start of the week, a quarterback facing the Dolphins. Oh, you'd think so, but, I mean, it, whoever their confident. third running back is, is probably going to score five touchdowns or something. Right? Yeah, I'm never confident starting Philip Rivers, even against this Dolphins team, it's weird. He's done nothing to kind of, his stats are fine every year, he's always putting up decent stats, but I, I just don't like having to rely on the Chargers quarterback. <laughs> The only problem you have with a quarterback going up against Miami, obviously she put up loads of points. Yeah. But if they get ahead early and just basically take their foot off the gas, yes. run the ball, or you know the defense gets a couple of pick sixes or something like that, all of a yeah. sudden there's not that many opportunities for to score anymore, is there? And uh, that, I mean that's your main worry when you're playing the Dolphins, which is a bit tough, isn't it? But yeah, yeah you've got to start all your all your charges. Yes, definitely. Are you starting any Dolphins? No. <laughs> I mean, if it's two quarterback league, if you're desperate of some buys and stuff, then throws <laughs> them. But I mean, no, I don't think anybody's starting any Dolphin by choice, are they? No, Kenyon Drake is firmly sat on my bench. Um, yeah, Devontae Parker and Preston Williams are kind of on the fringes of being viewed as a pickup so each week, but never, never pulled the trigger. Yeah, if you're absolutely desperate, then you know some of these wide receivers just take a punt. But yeah. Yeah, if you've got any sort of choice, then. No, really. <laughs> uh, next up, it's the Washington Redskins taking on the New York Giants. It's in New York. It's Daniel Jones time. We're here. We're in. We're in it. Yeah. Feels good. Feel weird yeah. to be watching the Giants game and be excited about the offense. Yeah, it's really odd because, <laughs> I mean, one thing that Jones was was exciting last week. Yes. Yeah. yeah, they they become a lot more watchable all of a sudden, and yeah, I didn't. Expect that even with Jones coming in because well in their draft coverage I was not the biggest Jones fan but I mean through one week he's definitely proved me wrong so <laughs> I mean we'll wait and see but the the Redskins are like the toughest team to go up against either so no he can pad some stats here he, last week uh, three hundred odd yards uh, a couple of touchdowns he run a touchdown in as well he did get sacked quite a few times he wanted to clear that up but he just makes the rest of the the offense more fantasy viable like Evan Ingram was a stud last week yeah definitely I think he just I think the problem with Eli by the end he could barely even move could he and mm. it was just such an easy target for these defensive players and yeah. like now I think all the different it's just a much more modern offence and just you can create some stuff with this with Jones in there so yeah yeah, I, I like them and yeah this could be an interesting game I I picked up Gorman in our Yahoo League. Are you would you be confident starting him? Obviously, he's not Barkley. No one's Barkley, but no. he's going to get the ball, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, I think have Jones, to run it. Yeah, I think Jones will open up the running game a little bit as well because Barkley was getting yards because he's incredibly talented. It wasn't to do with anyone. Like no. sometimes he's put some of these yards down to like the offensive line being good, but yeah, in this case, it was anything but that. He's uh, yeah. yeah. But even the Lions need to play a bit better with Jones in there, you know. I think, yeah. yeah, I mean, again, I don't think if you've got options, you're necessarily starting him at least this week. You just sort of wait and see how it goes. But if you need need a running back, there's a lot worse place you could just plug in. Yeah, definitely. You're going to get a starting running back on a team with an exciting new offense. So Sterling Shepard, Nevin Ingram, obviously, you're starting by for them if you've got them. Yeah, yeah, I think. Again, any any Giants player that you were starting before, you can start now, and mm-hmm. maybe it's open up a couple of other receivers and stuff yeah. if you need them. But yeah, I think for this week it's a wait and see. Well, I, I say that against the Redskins, I think you can start everyone. But <laughs> maybe next week with a bit of a tougher test, it might be a sort of see how it goes. But yeah, this week start them all. Yeah, we've not spoken about the Redskins at all in that. Um... Well, weirdly, that's weird because it might be Haskins. <laughs> yes. In. in uh, caught back. Cause I think Keenum's, he's harsh on Keenum. He's not practicing though, is he? He's injured. I think no, he did have an injury. He got beaten up, didn't he, by the Bears? Yeah. As, as will happen when you play the Bears defense. And uh, yeah, Again, it, I think it would make the Redskins a lot more watchable though. I'm yes. really excited for Haskins. He was my favourite quarterback coming out, and I'm really excited to see what he becomes because, 
like I say, it's not Keenum hasn't really done anything wrong, but I mean he threw three picks in the last week. Is it's a good it's good reason to or like a good excuse to move it over to Haskins. If yeah, you need stat to. line's kind of odd for the season: seven touchdowns, three interceptions, six sacks. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Almost a thousand yards. I mean, he's he's moved the offense because they've got nothing on the running game at all. Peterson's leads the leads the team yeah. with sixty two yards in three games. Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, you can see why he was inactive that first week. Peterson can't. Yeah, yeah his, his legs do seem to have finally gone. Um, wide receiver wise, Terry McLaurin. You're starting him if you've got him, and Chris Thompson as well. The, the yeah. PPR beast, isn't he? Always will be. Yeah, and Paul Richardson seems to be suddenly getting a lot of targets now. Yeah, I like Paul Richardson. in a few leagues, Paul Richardson. And, uh, yeah, he seems to be getting targets. He did score a, cut, a touchdown last couple of weeks. And, I yeah. mean, there's lots of worse options out there. I do like this, these pass catchers. I think hmm. between them two, Trey Quinn. I mean, yeah. there's talk that Jordan Reed's career could be over, isn't there? But yeah, that's a shame. Be a massive Especially with Vernon Davis hurdling people that aren't there. <laughs> yeah, that was, a, that was a fun play. I mean... <laughs> Obviously, that Steelers one where the centre was the only one that didn't move in the whole field <laughs> is the play of the year. But We've had two cracking ones so far this yeah. season already. The Vernon Davis one was great. It was uh, <laughs> so fun. Uh, yeah, but still, he is a viable um, starting yeah. tight end uh, in a kind of a, a, a an area that's not got that many guys that you can start and be yeah. confident in. I feel like this is a big game for Gruden. Mm. If, if he doesn't win this, then the firing talks are really going to kick in, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, um, four. Yeah, I mean, maybe his little trump card is that he has got Haskins still there. It's like, well, we'll move on to Haskins to sort of save his job. But yeah, I, I went for especially if they lost to the Giants, it would be a really, really bad. Yeah, another division loss. It would kill yeah. the season if he's not already dead. Anyway, um, moving on to the five past nine games. The Seahawks travel to Arizona, the place where Seahawks go to die and <laughs> dreams go to die for me. I hate Glendale. They host, they host a Super Bowl or two, don't they? I, I don't remember. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I hate playing in Arizona. It's a horrible, horrible place. Uh, only highlighted in recent years by that Doug Baldwin, uh, the Russell Wilson kind of running around like a dog chasing his tail before Lobnitz Baldwin, who ran up the sidelines. Um, I mean, Seahawks should win. Cardinals aren't great on defence. But Cardinals will get some yards and will get some points, I think. Yeah, and well, as we've seen, I mean, Chris Carson, who was one of my favourite players coming to this season, has not stopped fumbling the ball, has he? No, four, four through three games, although one of them's definitely on Wilson. He kind of put the ball on uh, Carson and his, well, just under his chin, basically, and obviously that ball just popped straight out. But yeah, the one last week was a killer. He, he, the game changed on his fumble. I think we have the, the Saints in hand, and then they just give them two touchdowns from turnovers. It's not great. I mean, he's probably lucky that Penny's got an injury, isn't he? Or he can cast or something like that, isn't he? Penny so, should be back this week. CJ Prosize has made it through two games without uh, getting injured again, so that's a plus sign for him. And he looks good <laughs> out of the backfield on catches. Um, but yeah, the fact that he is the guy, Penny has still not done it. But there is talk that Penny could get the start this week if he's fit, and Carson could ride the bench for a little bit. Yeah, it'd be. It wouldn't be a massive shock. Um, well, it'd be a shock if coming into the season because I really had Carson down as having a big year but yeah, you can't fumble the ball like this can you you can't do it it's a killer it kill, you lose games on the back of it especially when there is other running backs in there competing for your job it, it wasn't a clear cut number one was he and... no as much as Penny's had shade thrown on him mainly by me he is a first round running back and he was kind of yeah. the second best running back in that class uh, possibly so yeah it's a tough one there is pressure um, yeah, you're gonna start someone, like start Wilson, and start Lockett, and start Metcalf. Basically, yeah. I still like Carson, but yeah, I mean he's, he's right in that danger zone, isn't he? And I'm, this is definitely a game to sort of get he back has on to track. Get right this week. Yeah, yeah, he's got 170 yards for two, three games. It's not bad. But. He's still running okay, isn't he? Considering he has been off the field a little bit because of them fumbles, hasn't he? He's uh, yeah. lost a bit of bit of uh, playing time, but yeah, he's been he's run okay, but it's the fumbles that are killer. Yes. Um, Wilson's having a, a fantastic season. He's kind of going under the radar again of how just efficient he is. Seven touchdowns, no picks this season. Didn't get sacked last week for the first time, I think, in his entire Seahawks career. I was going to joke that in his whole career. <laughs> no, I think it genuinely that is, is. Wow, that is uh, that's, that's insane, really. Yeah, he's been hit more than any other quarterback, I think, in, his, in the time he's been in the league. Which is, I mean, I guess, in fairness, he does draw that on himself a little yeah, bit, doesn't he? With the, the way he plays. Yeah. Well. Um, Tyler Lockett is... Phenomenal. 
superstar. I told you. He actually is. Yeah, I, I was sceptical, but he's got to the point now where I, I'm not missing Doc Baldwin, if I'm honest, because Lockett is just he catches pretty much everything that comes his way. And last year, last week, had a career game, 154 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, I think he's honestly, I think he's phenomenal, and I think. Yeah, I say I've come to see this. I said this time next year, I think he will be sort of in that first round yeah, consideration as a wide receiver. But yeah, I think he, uh, yeah, it's just phenomenal. I think he's such a good talent, and yeah, so much like about him. And I'm really glad he is sort of becoming that quarterback, uh, wide receiver. Sorry. Yeah, he is. A, he is our offense on the other side of the ball, Kyler Murray. So a, a pretty decent start. 830 yards through three games, four touchdowns, three interceptions. He's been sacked 16 times. That cannot continue. Yeah, that is uh, good lord, insane. But <laughs> yeah, I do think they are going to win a game soon. I don't think it's this one, but they are going to cut a win soon. But yeah, I mean they're going to be picking in the top five again. I think, aren't they? But I, mean, I don't think that's the worst thing in the world for them. No. I mean, they're not gaining anything by winning six games this year, are they? That six, seven games. No. Just yeah, not 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 tank, but get yourself the best pick you possibly can to get yourself more talent. I mean. Fitzgerald's been revitalised with Kyler Murray. Yeah, it's... 84 yards a game, Larry Fitz. Yeah, that, that, that's minute. mad, really, isn't it? And <laughs> Kirk's been all right. Johnson's been the disappointment, I would say. He's been okay, hasn't he? But he hasn't been great. And Yeah, averaging 44 yards a game. Yeah, you, one th- I mean, they, they were definitely hoping that he was going to um, pick it up with uh, Murray out there, wasn't they? But mm. it doesn't seem to have happened so far. I mean, obviously, there's still a chance it might, but... Yeah, I think he's a disappointment. Yes, so far. definitely. Uh, Seahawks are five and a half point favourites on the road. These are, tend to be low scoring games, but I think this one might not be. I think with the the more exciting Cardinals offense, both teams will be trying to put points up. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think this is going to be for me. I think the Seahawks are going to. It might. They might keep it close for a while, but I would say the Seahawks end up running away with it a bit towards the end. Hopefully, so I have to work. I can't watch this game. I can't listen to it. So that'd be fun. Um, Next at 9.05 is the LA Rams taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in what promises to be a fun game, if nothing else. I think the Rams win, but I think the Buccaneers may have turned a slight corner last week. They did, they did lose to the Giants, but I think, I don't know, they looked better to me. Yeah, yeah, they did. and Offensively, I mean, part, at least. Yeah, part of that was that Mike Evans just absolutely bullied the um, cornerback didn't he for the, the whole game yeah it felt he great playing against Mike Evans in fantasy last week yeah I mean I've dro- I've got Mark Evans in quite a lot of places so it was nice to finally get something from him but yeah Listen, that was the plan wasn't it when when they bought in um, Arians that was what everyone thought was going to happen and it finally happened yeah this this is like this offence was what I was expecting coming into the season but yeah I, I hope it continues because I do sort of want them to be good because I think it's They've got potential to be fun, haven't they, the Buccaneers? Yeah. But, yeah, I don't think they can beat the Rams, to be honest. <laughs> no, it'll be tricky. The Rams are pretty good. Cooper Cup looks um, better than before his injury, weirdly. I don't know how he's managed to do that. Yeah, I was really down on Cup this season, coming into the season, just because, I mean, wide receivers don't come back from that. That was the only reason. It wasn't about yeah. Cup. It was just about the history of that position and that injury. And, I mean, he's just... He's come incredible. back quicker and stronger than he was before that injury. It's, it's baffling. 267 yards on the season, uh, two touchdowns, four catches of over 20 yards, the most on the team. When Brandon Cook is on the team and, Cook, and Cup's getting those big plays. Yeah. Robert Woods has been a disappointment, I think, so far. Yeah, he's been fine. He's just not been a star as he is. I mean, he's not been... I mean... More from a fantasy point of view, I think the Rams would be more than happy with him. You know, I think it's just yeah. been from a fantasy point of view. He's not uh, up to. I think as a real life player, he's been pretty good. And yeah, I mean, there's so many mouths to feed there, isn't there? That I mean, they're going to have runs like this. I think, but I'm sure mm. by the end of the season, it'd have it'd have evened itself out a little. Are you worried about Todd Gurley at all? I mean, if in t- again in terms of fantasy, yes, but I don't think in real life I am. I think he's. I just think they're saving him. I think they're just. Yeah. This is just going to be what it is. If you're. If you're a fantasy owner, then you're in for a rough time with it because he might get a bit more run one week than the next. But yeah. I think I think there's no point in them running in, running into the ground because I mean they don't need to. They can win plenty of games with Malcolm Brown and Daryl Henderson and whoever yeah. else they want to trot out there. They don't need Gurley to be running it so often. But I think come playoff times, I think you'll see Gurley go in with a full load again and. 
Yeah, I mean, maybe not. Maybe it is, it is worse than it seems. But yeah. So in fantasy, I am worried. In real life, I'm not. You know. Okay. Fair enough. I love Jared Cox's uh, rushing. Uh, Jared Goff's rushing line for the season. It's very Tom Brady. Yes, twelve attempts, twelve yards, one touchdown. That's efficient. <laughs> Gets the job done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Rams win this. Yeah, I, I think the Rams win this pretty right, comfortably. Well. Yeah. I mean, it'd be nice to see the Buccaneers put up a few points again, but yeah, I think the Rams. I don't. No matter how many points the Bucks score, I think the Rams can beat them. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have got Dave. Do you like nineteen eighties football? Um, not my favourite. Bears versus Vikings this week. All about them running backs. All about them defenses. Yeah. Uh, the Bears are two point favourites at home. Uh, this is a horrible a tough, game. <laughs> yeah, this is a horrible game to call because I mean the Vikings yesterday basically have turned into the Bears, haven't they? Except yeah. I just. I think the difference for me, well, I think the Bears have got the better defense, and then yeah. I think the Vikings have just got the better run game. Yeah. But David Cook's just, been a phenom so far this season. Yeah. For me, I think the difference in this game, I think the Vikings were to get a little more offense out of it. Where I just, I don't know where the offense is coming from on this Bears team. It's Trubisky. They gave up so much to go and get him, and I, I, I'm, I'm not seeing it at all. No, he got his three touchdowns last week, didn't he? But I mean, it was basically. A lot of that come off of turnovers. Yeah. Where the defence have put him in great field position and that's that's why he's had them. It was a bit of a misleading stat line, I think, them. Yeah. Them t- uh, touchdowns to Trubisky last week. He's got 579 yards on the season. Daniel Jones is only 120 yards behind him. <laughs> yeah. <one> game. <laughs> it's, like, I don't tr- think Trubisky is terrible, but... It sort of depends what the Bears want to do. If they think they're a contender, then he's not good enough. You know, it's yeah. If, if they want to win a Super Bowl, which I'd assume they do with the moves they made over the last couple of years, they, I just don't think they can do it with Trubisky. But I mean, they got to the playoffs last year with him, and they're not really that much of a different team. But no, Montgomery's been good. Uh, rookie yeah. running back Tariq Cohen's been a massive disappointment. Fancy and yeah. real life. I mean, he had about 58 catches in the first week and then he's barely done anything since. <laughs> he's got less than 100 yards multi t- multi-purpose on the season so far. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a weird one with him. Mm. I, I tell you, it's not like Montgomery's been in, He's been good, but he hasn't been amazing. But they're yeah. very different backs. You'd think both could sort of coexist, but... Yeah, that seems to be the plan going in, but no, I don't get it. Who are you picking here? I've picked the Vikings on the road. Yeah, I've gone with the Vikings. I just think they'll be able to put a bit more offence up and... Yeah, they are the underdogs here. I'm taking definitely taking the Vikings in the points if the bookies yeah. give that. Yeah, it's one of them weird games where because I feel like the Vikings are a better team and then you find out the, the Bears are favourites, it almost makes me want to pick the Bears just because it's like, what am I missing here? Yeah. You know, the bookies obviously know more than I do. But <laughs> yeah, for me, I just don't really see it, the Chicago team. And I think the Vikings are a decent team. I think outside of that Green Bay game where mm. they looked ordinary. But I think a lot of that was down to the Green Bay defence, you know? and Yeah. Which we didn't know at the time would be as good as they are. Yeah, I don't think the Green Bay defense is that far behind this Bears defense these days, and no. I, don't, I know that's probably crazy in a lot of ways to think that. But I don't think there's that much between them, and I think so. I think the Vikings might be shut down a little, but I still don't think the Bears can put up enough points to win it. We're going to have loads of angry Bears fans getting in touch with us next week. Now you said. That. I mean, <laughs> I feel like if the Bears come out of this with a win, then Kirk Cousins has probably had a bit of a disaster, and yeah, which is possible. Yeah, definitely, and but I feel that that has to happen. If if the Vikings protect the ball, then I think they'll be fine. I don't think they need Cousins to do much really to win this one. No, no, I think you're just right. don't limit the turnovers. And I think the Vikings will be fine. But I mean, that is easier said than done against the Bears. But yeah, I, I pick the Vikings. Kirk Cousins has passed for less yards than Mitchell Risky this year. That is mad. Isn't it? <laughs> I, I mean, they can't. I, is this the second year of the contract? I'll lose track of where we are. With... Yes, this is the second guaranteed year. Yeah, I mean, two more guaranteed years. Um, is it a four year deal? I, thought, I feel like it was free, wasn't oh, it? Right. Oh yeah, yeah. Was it basically a free year? Yeah, three years, basically fully guaranteed, wasn't it? Yeah. Or... Yeah, it's not looking good, is Vikings it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's really disappointing for them, probably because I mean, look at the rest of the team. No, no. I mean, I don't know. I don't know where it's come from, but. I heard I read some stuff about Stefan Diggs being traded. I don't know if this is just one of them. But they, you know, fans. they don't need him, do they? But I don't know if it's just one of them fans putting two and two together and all that, and 
or whether it's actually coming from somewhere a bit more legitimate. But I didn't really look too much into it, but I just saw talk of it being traded because when I mean, there was talk about the Patriots, basically, was uh, how I saw it, first of all. But His production yeah, fell off a cliff, though. 12 yeah. targets on the season through three games. But I don't think that, I don't think that's down to Diggs, is it? I feel like uh, no. that's very much a, a product of Kirk Cousins running this offense this year. Yeah, and the uh, the, the coach and what he wants. I mean, you can see on the running yards, Dalvin Cook three hundred seventy five yards through three games is a yeah. monster. Cook has looked incredible. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Cook and um, Mac going one on one in this one. I mean, there's um, a case we made that Cook's MVP through three weeks. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously really hard for running backs, backs to win it. Yeah. Yeah, he's not going to win it, and he wouldn't win it if it was voted now, but there's, a, there's definitely a case to be made. He'd be a top five pick, I'd say, for MVP. If he carries this on, if he has yeah. a, a Sean Alexander, I think he was the last running back to win the MVP. If he has that sort of season, then why not? It's, it's boring that it's always a quarterback. Yeah. Did Peterson win it in his year, or did he just come back? I can't remember. Was that Manning? Oh, what, the 2,000 yards? Yeah, because he come Jeez. back up. But I don't know if he won MVP or not, because Manning had a massive year as well, didn't he, I think? Or was but, that his 50-yard, yeah, 50 50, touchdown one? Yeah, I can't remember who won it, but yeah, it's going to take that sort of thing, isn't it? But Cook is definitely capable of it. Oh, yeah, AP won it in 2012. Yeah, uh, that's probably the last one, isn't it? Isn't Sean that Alexander, 2005, LT, uh, Tomlinson, sorry, in 2006. That's it. Everything else has been running back, uh, quarterbacks. I mean, I guess the other one is McCaffrey, isn't it? Because he's going to put up some historic numbers this year by looks of things. Yeah, so. he's only 50 yards behind Cook. So, I think for me, to, uh, a running back to win it now, I think they've got to basically break the record, haven't they? Like 2,000, was it 2,060 yards? Like 2,060 yeah. yards, something like that. Yeah, I think they've got to break the uh, record. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we're both taking the Vikings and the points. Yeah, I think so. I'll, I'll, I'll take them straight up, to be honest. I would... Yeah. Uh, I'll be taking straight up here. Yeah. If the bookie's going to give you some points, why not have a little safety net? Um, next up, get excited for this one. The Denver Broncos taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Offense, offense, offense. Oh, yeah. It's Listen. in mile high, so the 0 3 Broncos are slight favourites. Oh, yeah. This is <laughs> this is exciting. Um, <laughs> Talk about Gardner Minshew. What, what, what does he bring to the game? But I mean, great it's fun. But I don't know whether he's fun as a person more than he is a player you know <laughs> yeah. I don't know a lot of his off, off the field stuff is sort of buying him a bit of credit uh, I think yeah. he's fine and he had played pretty well against the Titans but and he hasn't done that much for all the talk of him but yeah I do, I do think he is decent and I do think he has got potential is he going to keep know, the job when Foles is back because we knew this was going to happen with Foles he always gets injured well I think he could do but the Foles contract is ridiculous they were talking about on a yeah. podcast I can't remember what one it was the other day so I mean, they're probably not listening to this because it was definitely an American one. <laughs> so I don't need to say sorry to them because I don't know who it was. But the contract is like the cap hits and the dead cap are ludicrous for the oh, next right. couple of years. So that might keep Foles in the job, but it sort of depends whether they could trade him, I guess. But I do think it is a real possibility that they would go away from Foles because, I mean, what has Foles really done in his career? I know he had the runs, but. Nothing not consistent. Runs. As a starter, yeah. nothing really. Yeah, especially the regular season quarterback. He's very rarely done it. I mean, people talk about him like he was great last year. The the Eagles rushed Carson Wentz back from... Yeah, who was injured. Was it, yeah, just to get re-injured. <laughs> because Souls was so bad over the first like five, six weeks, however long it was. So, yeah. I mean, people sort of forget some of the Foles stuff. That, I mean, he has been pretty bad at times. He's just got hot a few times. He, he's not really any different to Eli Manning or no. Joe Flacco in that sort of sense. And... I think people sort of have almost disregarded that. But yeah, I do think Minshew's got the capability of holding on. But yeah, it's a contract situation that might keep Foles in her job. Yeah, almost certainly. Yeah. Um, Fournette, are you starting him? Because before his 69 yard run last week, he had uh, mi- minus 11 yards, I think, on like 19 rushes. Yeah, I mean, I do think the Titans are a good defence. Yes. I do think, I don't think it's. All on four net, but that is, I mean, minus 11 yards is terrible. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter who you are, what you are, that's terrible. But he had a 69 yard run and finished the game on 62 yards rushing. Yeah, that's not, <laughs> I mean, I'm no expert, but that isn't great. Uh, it, it's harder for net because I do think there's a good player in there, but mm. it wouldn't surprise me if he's one of these that at the end of this Jaguars deal, yeah, he ends up moving somewhere else and does a bit better. 
Yes. But maybe you need to change the scenery and some different coaching and just something else. I, I don't. I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me if you bounce around and well, like Carlos Hyde did. Really, he moved on and then yeah. had a good run, didn't he? And <sighs> there are teams that would give him a chance. Almost definitely, he's, he's got talent. Yeah, he's for sure. Getting out of him. Yeah, for me, I do feel like he probably needs a change, and yeah, some, someone might get a good deal. But then maybe just this is what he is. But I do think he's a good player, and there's a good player in there. But yeah, it's it's tough. Yeah, um, Didi Westbrook's disappointed receiving wise, but DJ Chark has stepped up to the plate, almost three hundred yeah. yards, three touchdowns. Chark's been amazing, really. He's Chris been uh, under the radar as well, two hundred yards for three games. Yeah, both of them have been really good. Yeah. Westbrook was the one, wasn't he? That had a bit of height, but yeah. seventy-nine yards on the season. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't looked great, but yeah, I, I like both of them, and I think they seem to have a good relationship with Minshew, don't they? So, yeah, uh, Broncos-wise, um, I wouldn't start anyone this week because that Jaguars defense is pretty good. Even Sanders, yeah. I think, would uh, ride the bench for me this week. Yeah, it's it's a tough one. I mean, yeah, obviously the Jags defense is good, but I mean they will put up some sort of offense, but. Oh, it's not going to be a lot. There's no Jalen I mean, Ramsey this week. He's uh, no, with his girlfriend who's just given birth, I think. Well, they're saying a back injury and stuff, aren't they? Oh, yeah, and, he had a sickness in the week. Yeah, definitely, not, it, definitely not just phoning it in. Yeah, nothing to do with him wanting to <laughs> get injured at all. But we'll, we'll see with that one. But yeah. Broncos are I three mean, and a half point favourites. Are you taking that? I feel like I could never feel that confident in the Broncos, to be honest. <laughs> But I also don't feel that confident in the Jags. <laughs> uh, they're two teams I'm not really sure on. But, I mean, yeah. I'll go for the Jags just because it's more interesting than rooting for Joe Flacco. But <laughs> I don't... It's not a game I'd be betting. You know, I wouldn't feel confident. No, I'd be staying away from this. In the Yahoo picks, this is 50-50. Yeah. That's the I'll, first I'll, time I've seen that this season. I'll go for the Jags. Okay. Just because it's more fun to root for them than it is the Giants. Yeah. Sunday Night Football. Looks like a fun one. Saints at the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys just have a bit too much now. Teddy Bridgewater was fine against the Seahawks, but he didn't really do oh. anything. It was all Alvin Kamara. Well, I mean, I know the uh, our Saints podcast, they had a bit of beef with you, haven't they, over <laughs> comments last week yeah. ahead of the Seahawks. <laughs> I mean, Bridgewater was desperate to give us a turnover. <laughs> he was just inaccurate enough that we couldn't take advantage of it. Yeah, it was a yeah weird game, wasn't it? I don't think Bridgewater was great, but yeah, I do agree with you. It's, it's all on Kamara for me. Kamara is if if the Saints are going to hold on while Bruce is out, it's because Kamara has been incredible, and yeah. I do think he's capable of that. He's going to have to put up MVP level numbers to be to just carry the offense. Because Michael Thomas is his stock has plummeted, I think, without Drew Brees. He was targeted yeah. once in the first half against the Seahawks. Yeah, which is... It's mad, really, because just throw it to him. He's going to yeah, catch he's it. he's going to catch it. Against our Devons and Bats, he would have caught them all day long. And he's, he's got one touchdown on the year. Kamara had the most targets and the most rushes last week, and that is it. He is the offence. Um, but this Cowboys defence is no joke, is it? No, the Cowboys are a good team. and Yeah, for me, that, that, well, they were the ones that went in and beat the Saints last year, weren't they? When yeah. the Saints were unstoppable. The Cowboys are the ones that found the formula and I think they can do it again go into New Orleans and do it and beat them yeah Dak's looking fantastic Zeke's running like he always does and Murray Cooper's having games more often than he did previously it's everything's working for them yeah this is it's been the dream start for the Cowboys I think and yeah yeah I mean dream start for Dak in looking for his, this contract yeah perfect yeah his agent is it's just got dollar signs <laughs> Yeah, he's having, he's, he's going to get paid. He's going to break Wilson, uh, currently leading the way with the most money. It'll be Dak come this time next year. And then finally, Monday Night Football, the battle of two 3-0-0-3 teams, sorry, the Steelers against the Bengals. Uh, the Steelers are four-point favourites in this one. I mean, the Bengals just don't ever beat the Steelers, do they really? <laughs> no. You know, they most it, beat themselves when playing them. Yeah, even when the Bengals have been good, they still don't beat the Steelers, do they? No. It's... But I think I'm going to go for the Bengals. I've got Bengals as well as this one. Yeah, I'm sort of. I'm quite happy seeing Mike Tomlin struggle. Sorry, <laughs> sorry to Simon. He's probably listening. Apologies for that. But Andy Dalton's got a thousand yards this season already. Yeah, he's been decent, and I mean, I it, he obviously threw a bad pick at the end there last week. Yep. But I mean, it's going under the radar that he's without his best player, the best player on that offense. Yeah. 
is not is injured and yeah, once they get AJ Green back, which I don't think it's... I think he's already out for this week, and I think they're on a short... Well, obviously, playing Monday night, they're on a shorter week. Yeah. For week five, was it? What yeah. Week, we week four? Week yeah, five, for week yeah. five, yeah. So, I think week six it would be my guess when he comes back, but... I think he wants a deal. I think he's going to hold out as long as possible yeah. with this injury until he gets extended. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do with that, but I think when Green comes back, I think you'll see Dalton play well but yeah, I'm going for the Bengals just because I don't buy this Mason Rudolph off. I don't think he was good against the 49ers they had about a billion picks and fumbles and stuff like that, that they, got. <laughs> and they still couldn't get it they, they had, they, I think they had four turnovers and they were 6-3 up it's yeah Garoppolo was trying to lose them the game but yeah. they just couldn't take advantage of it I, mean, I saw people saying Rudolph was good but I didn't see it that way myself I thought he was no actually bad and yeah I, yeah, I agree with you there um, by not selling quickly Joe Mixon 87 yards on the season I still think he's a good player and yeah. I do think he will get going <sighs> yeah their line is a mess that's the problem yeah, he, he's that's got problem. nowhere to run yeah it's not Mixon's fault and it's I mean I guess it depends in what way you're buying or selling it just as a player I'm very happy to buy him but mm. Yeah, if you're looking at him as a fantasy player, then I mean, this line's not going to magically get better. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's going to be hard for him, and it's going to be hard for him moving forward. But yeah, yeah, maybe AJ Green when he's back, it will open up that side of the game and open it up a bit more for him. But yeah, a few more yeah, weeks then. Make some owners. Yeah, it's a struggle for him, isn't it? Yeah, it's a shame as well. He's a good run back. Um, but there we go. That is all of our picks for. This week uh, on the season, um, I mean, I'm, I've started badly, but Dave, you're killing it. Of course, you, I am. <laughs> I can't find the group now. Uh, nah, lost it. But you got. I, I do have it up. Oh, one sec. I do. Uh, I am on Yahoo oh, right now because I put my picks in as we were doing it. I am twenty-eight and nineteen. Uh, that's bad. I am thirty-two and fifteen. Oh, that's not too bad. I'm only four games off. That's, yeah, that's Ryan's 30, thirty-one and sixteen, and then Simon's twenty-seven and twenty. Simon. The only thing is, I picked the Jags on the podcast last week and then changed it. Because oh. <laughs> I, I did that before I'd written my preview for Thursday night, and then yeah. everything I looked at, every star, every single thing I looked at, said the Titans should win, apart from I forgot that Marcus Mariota was the quarterback <laughs> and they are the Titans. So, yeah, that's annoying. I should be 30, on 33 wins, really. But yeah. Yeah, I've, I've done myself there. But yeah, I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah, it's not 30, bad. 32 wins. Yeah. 32 and 15 is a good good number there it's a good start yeah, yeah 28 and 19 is not too bad no I'm happy with that I didn't realise only 4 points behind I'll take that yeah that, that's one week's that's one week's uh, yeah. picks yeah that's what I'm going to keep telling myself as well so <laughs> <laughs> um, we will be back with our review shows recap all of the action from this weekend on Tuesday next week um we've got so many podcasts from all the teams coming out we've got yeah. uh, I keep forgetting which ones we've got we've got a Cowboys Loads. one, we've got a Raiders one, we've got a Seahawks one, we've got a Patriots one, we've got a Steelers. Saints one, we've got a Steelers one. We've got Panthers one in the works. Panthers one in the works. We have got a Redskins one that recorded last night, but there were some Ooh. issues with recording. Nice. They've recorded, but some of it's never going to see the light of day because <laughs> only the first third of it got recorded, unfortunately. That will happen. Yep. Um... Still a few, still a few. Forty nine is one close. Yeah, we have got. I, I can look at all the logos I got. We got <laughs> a dolphins one close. Lovely, that's gonna be a jury affair. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> honestly, when I'm doing the like, when I'm doing these sort of things, and when I'm writing articles, I, t- I tend to prefer doing it when it's uh, on a downswing. I like mine. Yeah. So yeah, some, sometimes they can produce the best content, can't they? Well, yeah, Whenever I've done true. Arsenal-related stuff, it's always been more fun when we're rubbish. So. Yeah, right now, right now is a goldmine for me. <laughs> but. But yeah, we've got all those podcasts. If you want to talk about your team, get in touch with us. Uh, follow us on social media at First and Ten underscore on Twitter or just search First and Ten on Facebook and like our page and message us. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll set you up. We'll do it all for you. All you've got to do is just talk to your friend or a co-host about your team. It's as simple as that. Um we got a competition running, Dave, and it's a big one. Yeah, it's our biggest ever giveaway. Yeah. So, yeah, got some good prizes here. I think we've got... I'm trying to remember these. I know we've got a jersey. Yep. We've got a couple of copies of Madden. We've got a Nike NFL jersey, all from the teams of your choice. Every prize, you can 
yes, or team choice. It. Yeah, uh, we got first and ten hoodie, a first and ten t-shirt, and a first and ten mug. I mean, I, mean, that, I haven't even got any of those yet. So you'll no, get them for me. Yeah, I mean that is that is the top prize. That'll be the first first <laughs> draw. There's a couple of these I can't remember now, but there's ten different prizes and all of them are pretty good. Yeah, basically just like us on all the places, retweet us everywhere you can, give us yeah. reviews on iTunes, all of that stuff. It all helps and it all enters you into the competition. Um, I mean, really, your best bet is to review us on iTunes because there's not many people doing that, and no. uh, you'll you'll stand a much better chance of winning a prize if you do that. Yeah, you, you there's. Yeah, there's ten different prizes, and you can basically get about thirty, forty different entries. I think yeah. <laughs> to the drawers. So, yeah, do all the things. If you go to firstandten.co.uk, all the details are on there, and yeah, all the different ways of entering are on there. So, if you do all of them, then you know you've got a good chance. Yeah, definitely. And thank you for the people that have reviewed us recently on uh, iTunes. Uh, Nugget, Simon, and Botany Estate Kid. Thanks for your reviews. They're they're great to see. We've got 20 ratings and all five stars, so that's that's fantastic. Yeah. But yes, we, we shall return on Tuesday with our recap. Uh, if you want to get in touch with me on Twitter, it's at RossBlower1984, and Dave is at DJG23. Um, you can hear us talk about normal football, uh, English football, <laughs> our teams, and American football. That's basically what I tweet about. Yeah, my, mainly mine is American football and moaning and slagging off Uno Emery. Uno Emery. So if you like... <laughs> If you like me comparing him to like Dracula or something, or, <laughs> um, I don't know. I can't think of recent stuff I've gone for, but I tend to like anything that's slagged off Unai, basically. So <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you're anti-Unai and pro-NFL, then I'm your man. Tweet Dave, yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yes, yeah, so until we, uh, we're back with that, it's uh, goodbye from me. It's goodbye from Dave. Bye. And we'll see you on Tuesday.